0: And this
1: news keeps coming in as we're talking here. Why should I do that when I smoke smoke? Like, He's it. good. He's like, He's fix that smoke thing. Kinda froze,
2: boy. I I got seven smoke detectors in the house. You think I care about one? (laughs) The one that's beeping right next to another one. (laughs) You want me to go use my off days to worry about fixing
3: up the house? Hey, hey, that's a thirty-minute task, my brother. Yeah, man, thirty minutes more like a (laughs) two-minute. Search and
1: I Just them all. Uh, on my motherfucking PS Five. Like, like I'll be more than happy when I come back to Chicago to come change your smoke effect. I know you're a little vertically challenged, so <laughs> I, I feel
2: you, bro. You don't think I got a letter, nigga? My mother <laughs> and father
1: come. I'm not here to judge you. I just don't care. I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to help you. Yeah.
2: I'm here trying to make my player a ninety on the on two k. Maxed out
1: stats. All right, all right. There you go. There you go. There you go.
2: What, the medi Yeah. Talking about what's the what's the info? Like it ain't a text above. <laughs> Yo, text, I, text. I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize it was the same link every week.
1: Yeah. yeah. We efficient like that, bro. We officially Right. Like I didn't even know we was that efficient. <laughs> you got a real producer in the building. I, I don't like I don't like making my people work any harder to get in here than they have to. See, I know how you get out. I know how you get out. <laughs> I'm fucking up. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, Lynn, let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's get started. Uh welcome, welcome to another episode of the Books and Beyond Mail Club. Yeah, book Club, Mel no, Strip Club, whatever the hell you want to call it nowadays. Uh we are joined as always by Rob JB Black and Domati Pongo. We are all in the building. Do,
2: do, Domati. So Doma-t. we're going
1: to do it correctly. See, do you, no, see, it depends on when you met him. It's post 2010. No, I'm saying we, 2000, it's 2020. We need everybody to know how to
2: pronounce that shit. We can't let nobody be dumb no more. We, okay, then Doma, Domati, tell us how.
1: <laughs> Domati.
4: Yeah, Black is right. It's Doma-t.
1: Domati. Domati. No, no, don't see the emphasis has to be on the last syllable, Domati. Domat T. No, you said <laughs> no, no, it's not Domat, it's just Domati. do Domati. So it's a speed up,
2: Domati. But
4: you gotta you say, to, the you t. should know it, bro. Dometi. Dometi. T is the hardest
2: part.
4: Hey, you know what? You know what? Let me let me say it in the accent. So here, this is how hero gonna get it. Dometi.
1: Dometi. Yes, <laughs>
3: it's,
1: the it's, the it's, the it's the accent. It's the accent. There you go. go, Yeah. All right. Well, then how we doing, Rob? How was your week, Rob?
3: Hey, man. Week was smooth. All these weeks t- seem to blend together. I'm looking forward to uh, this upcoming week. Got some, got some popping off at the, at the gig. All
1: right. All right. JB, two weeks in a row, you're not wearing your your, your your Bears gear. I'm a little concerned. The season isn't nah. over yet. I'm telling nah, you, I have man. hope.
0: No, nah, man, we good, man. Uh, you know, we got a bye week this week, so it's going to be a good day for me. I ain't got to plug up the heart machine, none of that. So we good, man.
1: Okay, okay, bye week. And Black, yeah. you are trying to max out your creative character on 2K? <laughs> yeah, just one, just, you know,
2: two on right now. So everybody get their PS5s. I want them to come in. I'll be able to just
1: guide them through on the route. And and I'm and I'm digging the mask. Do you have a you have a signature mask on? Like I'm 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 mad. You got your signature and everything on it with your logo. Like I I just want to know what we got to do to be that special. Like what, what <laughs>
4: like I need to send y'all something. I need to get some more made. It was funny because I had these mail and I was like, yo, I should give them out. But I'm like, nah, this pandemic ain't gonna last that long. <laughs> little did you know. Little did I know. Got my goof ass. And so that even even afterwards man. though,
1: niggas gonna be still wearing
4: them, bro. Yeah, that's a fancy statement, energy. Oh
1: yeah, everybody got a matching outfit for it, man. Everybody got a matching outfit. And like I said, I you guys gonna have to forgive me. Mm-hmm. I'm a little weary to the eyes. I just got done with hey. like an eight hour surgery. I got here so. Forgive me. My boys are going to have to carry me because I only made it to chapter 12. And let me stop lying. uh, Like 11 and a half to be honest. But we can go back to chapter 10 and start off since uh, Black didn't want want to jump on that. Well, kudos to you Black because you were right because eventually I wasn't going to make it. So, you know, this is one chapter I had in the book from the past. You feel me? Uh, On on that. Uh, So from chapter 10 we have a I have a bunch of post-it notes, but we can just go in order. Anybody wanna take the lead on this? Something they found interesting?
3: They, um in closing of last week, Black Black wanted to open us up with a quote that hit him hard from chapter ten. So I guess we I say we start stuff. Oh yeah,
1: Black, what was it?
3: Go ahead, go ahead. Um, which one? Shit, I am going to have some code. quotes.
1: Hell, Cole, you supposed to have a quote written down, Cole? Hell, nah, man, look, nah, Cole, don't I, be
2: over here. I, I, I made, I the- made it. I, made a quote. I put the quote, a quote on it. I don't know if that's from ten or eleven. It was talking about the, the speaking on what the, this um how men talk. It said the old the, the old men talk of what they have done. The young man, what they are doing, and the fools speak of what they intend to do. That's eleven. And That's eleven. Yeah, okay, I knew it was one of the challenges, but I know I like it that one. I'm like, man. But what I don't like about that is people always like it's like people have a fear of speaking on what they want to do and what they're going to do because yeah, they think somebody gonna stop them. Like if you know you're gonna do it, regardless of what anybody gonna say, they can't stop you. I,
3: I don't think it's only that. I think I think sometimes sometimes people struggle between this fine line of speaking what you what you plan to do into existence and that thing coming off as you being being bragged for boastful. Mm-hmm.
1: There that that's too I have written down here going going back home, um, I kind of took this as an off topic because they talked about how a little bit in chapter ten, how we don't really have a, an identity or a, a place to call home. Like how many times have we been in a conversation with people in the US or people who are red to their blood and they've said something along the lines of this isn't your country and America wasn't wouldn't exist without black people's ocean but that notion also stuck in my head as a person who travels home frequent like why don't we go back home like why why do we trust spitting inside of a cup and sending it off to a lab to tell you where you're from I mean they have geneticists and anthropologists in Africa who could well, they, you they have an African um like ancestry.com too oh for sure but like yeah. you know the american version of that is uh it'll tell you you have this much in you and you're from the west part of africa versus you know going to africa getting the test done where you can be told oh you're from a cage village like this is where your ancestors walked type stuff so what is the premise of that like what how do you find do you find yourself questioning that like uh there's two people in a group who can speak to their ancestral ancestral backgrounds but for those of you who don't know your ancestral backgrounds, do you feel that having this knowledge would be, would would change your perspective on things, the way you view yourself? JB?
0: I think it'll have a, a huge impact on um, the way I view a lot of things because, I mean, you j- it's something you just don't know. Um, and the book kind of get into it. It's like uh, you had an education that's kind of given to you and the education that you you seek out yourself. Um, and that's, that is something that I've been looking towards because you look around and like people that know they like exactly where they're from and their culture and their history, like they're a lot more grounded um, and rooted like they, what they are doing. So I, I mean, I feel like personally that'll have a huge impact on, on where I'm going. And I feel like that's a part of my personal growth where I'm headed anyway. Um, and, you know uh to to go back to chapter 10 is something that really stood out to me um the whole thing was talking about like loss of vision right and like um how how we got we do have a lot of people that want to be segregated but it talks about how like a lot of people in the black community want to be segregated for all the wrong reasons right like and Um, But it also say, like, you have to use segregation to kill segregation uh, and and how we have to feed into each other. And something you said last time, like we need to be able to be more patient with one another as business owners, as we continue to grow um, and learn in order to get to where we need to go. Else we won't kind of get there. So, yeah, I I mean, chapter 10 was and took me in a lot of different directions. uh, Thought process wise.
1: definitely, definitely. Rob, did you do you have anything to speak on just your cultural background, like what what that would mean with that piece of information?
3: I think for me it's, it's something I want to do, but I'm real cautious to give to willingly give out my DNA. Uh, um in fear of no, no, you know, I, I I have a lot of siblings, right? And and I don't know what they're out here doing. And no, i don't absolutely. Want to give Golden, out my DNA. The Golden Gate Killer was
1: caught that way. The Golden Gate Killer's nephew. The Golden Gate killer's nephew in California gave a DNA test to try and surprise his grandmother. And uh, when he came back, he got a knock at his door from the FBI and they were like, Hey, do you have like a, a uncle or a, a, like a, a distant relative who's probably like 80 years old? And I'm Like, Oh yeah. Uncle Matthew, he lived down the street. And they caught his ass that way. That's why I said, you should it'd be better. You'd be better off doing it in Africa. Because at least there the jurisdiction is definitive and if you do it at a hospital, then you're grounded by things like uh HIPAA and protective services from that type of angle but here in America those those corporate companies give information out to the FBI and insurance companies so for sure what about you black what's your feelings on this?
2: I always say I'm gonna do it I' don't, I don't care like none of, like they ain't like they're gonna come here and find my fucking um I know who criminals, so I'm i, I went in like a if they come to my house, like, yeah, so you know what's name, I'm like nah, what's that? I got a brother that name, you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, you got a hundred pictures with him. I'm Like, man, I never even knew that was his name. I have been calling him motherfucking um uh, all my life. <laughs> I ain't seen that motherfucker in
1: 10 years. <laughs> wow. Then okay, so then real quick then Domati, uh what uh you so you taking people on trips to Ghana. Uh, I'm not sure if that was through a company or through something of your own finding that you've taken people back home to kind of see themselves. Can you speak on that a little bit? Like, what, yeah. seeing those people gain that knowledge. Can you speak on that?
4: Yeah, I think it, it was through my company, and I, I partnered with this company called Sankofa. And, like, you know, I think y'all opened with something that was telling, like, when you when you Black in this country, you feel like you feel like a visitor here sometimes. At least I do sometimes. And it's like when you, it's where imposter syndrome comes from because it's like, yo, when you're doing well, if you celebrate it too much, you feel like you're bragging because you should be lucky to be here. You should be happy to be here. And like white people say stuff that make you subconsciously feel that way. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, when you relish your success or anything that you're happy about or in your skill set, it's like, it's like, yo, he's arrogant, you know, be humble. Whereas when they do it, it's like expected, you know what I'm saying? Because they belong in those spaces. And so I thought I thought a lot of that was because we don't have a connection to our homeland. Like it's a lot to unpack right there, but you know, just to oversimplify it. And, and I, I felt like if I took people in a place where everybody was black, like something as simple as seeing a billboard full of dark skinned faces, it changes your whole perspective. It make you feel like, like you belong in this world. You know what I'm saying? Like even if you and if you, even when you bump into people in Ghana like when I took the Americans to Ghana and like you know if you bump into somebody and they got a bad attitude you don't have to worry why they got a bad attitude they just an asshole because they're it's not yeah. racism involved or, yeah. or whatever the case may be you know you just feel like you belong and so I feel like even when you talk about the miseducation and then how we move through the world it's that feeling of belongingness and we feel out of place in certain jobs in corporate America because we don't we ain't really supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, sure. But like, so it's all wonderful people came back to the country to carry that same sense of pride and confidence. Like, oh, you belong anywhere you are because there's a whole place where nothing but you. Nothing but brilliant black people that look like you. So when you come back to America, keep that same pride. You know what I'm saying? Fuck them niggas.
1: <laughs> for sure, for sure. So then now, let's push into the second uh, topic, which is um, for chapter 10. Uh, being a they talked about this a little bit, how it'd be our own people, our own people holding us down and trying to hurt us. But I think that also speaks into the nature of two things. One, we brag about how man, when we were separated, when when segregation was a thing, people like to point to Black Wall Street and uh, Philly and the uh, Oklahoma, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre. Like, prior to those events, hey, Black people were thriving. We had our own everything. We did everything our way. And that. It's true to a certain extent but if you are a if you are a fish in a fishbowl of course you're going to feel comfortable you put that same goldfish in the ocean which would in this analogy is the United States of America uh, we don't stand a chance we don't have anything that can compete against that but this idea of trying to segregate or se- separation versus isolation does does that is there some firm belief that we can do this without our, uh, our white counterparts in this country, do we feel like we can actually make it in this country without them? Because we know they can't make it without us, so why would we think they can make it without, uh, why would we think we could make it without them?
2: Well, um, as, as far as that, okay, yeah, okay, we well, yeah, the media is going to the airport, so he's going to come in and out as he can.
1: Yeah, yeah So yeah.
2: But the way, um, God damn, it just threw me out the middle of fucking um. They were talking <laughs> about that. They was talking about that, I think, in chapter 11 or 12. So, like, the way they teach you to where... Basically, they've been talking about that the whole book. To so where they try to make sure black people understand that white people are superior so they, that they accept it. And then when they have a black person in a um, superior position, the black people don't accept it and are not willing to, to conform to it. And then, the, and then as a white person that is in charge it's okay to take, but if some some of them, it's okay to take them out, take that black person out of that position because these black people understand a white boss better, and then for other ones that feel that they need for correction, they would get rid of the, the ones that is not able to follow who the fuck they put in control, like as a manager or whatnot.
1: Yeah.
2: I think that was in chapter 12.
1: That's it's a little bit into chapter 12 and going back so like what's this identity for you JB? separation versus isolation do you prefer to separate yourself from people that don't have your best interest or is this form of isolation stuff that you bring on
0: yeah so i wanted to say something kind of at the metty finish like um sure. being able to 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 no it, it connects right to what you're asking so like being able to to see other people that's successful Like yourself succeed, and um, you know, like being able to see a a billboard full of black people like that's normal. Um, That goes back to like wanting to know where you come from, and uh, you know, I I personally feel like um, that's why I want to live in an area like Charlotte, and the book touch on an area like Charlotte where black education is is something that's disseminated amongst people and, and you have different standards for yourself.
2: you talking about North Carolina?
0: Yeah. In North Carolina. And you have different standards for yourself when that type of stuff happens. Like, like the kind of touched on, like, uh, just you get over celebrated and for being successful at something that it's not that big of a deal. Right. Um, and the the needle gets moved and I think you truly understand like what what success can look like like I think it changes how your trajectory on everything uh, starts to happen and that's why for me I try to reach out to as many black successful mentors as I can and like have different people that's been there and done that and can tell me like okay this is what it should look like Um, so I know I went in a lot of different directions, but I think it just gives you different confidence in in, in yourself and and um, what we can do as a race. And I I personally feel like we can use that segregation to breed to separation, and we don't need we don't need anybody else to be successful. While I mean, like obviously, working together breeds um a different level of success, but I think that we have the tools to be successful on our own. Like you put black people on their own country, like that'll probably be the dopest country out there, like if we had the financial resources and everything to to
2: have our own country, you know? We got our own continent, man. It's a dope
1: we hey, I was gonna say we have our own continent. But it it and and Rob I pose this question to you as a person who's coming from Nigeria, like our that government's been corrupt since as long as I've known it and they had the luxury of not only gaining their independence, they've had it for so long now that they should be able to make, make do with it. But the, their entanglements with other companies in other countries, uh, for example, China owning one third of their debt, that makes it hard for them to gain some type of separation. Do you need is, is separation more than just physical? Do you need a financial aspect of it?
0: And that's what I kind of meant about the having our own country um because imperialistic nostalgia and we haven't been imperialized like africa is the most imperialized co- continent ever like you just take all that stuff away and we start from scratch and see what i think see what happened it'll be something
1: special
3: all
1: right then i'll pose this question about black lives matter this is an organization that was brewed for uh brewed up from the anguish and anger of our youth uh people who feel like they've been walked on. And there's a lot of male archetypes, specifically since the founders, the four founders were black women who seem to attack this group just off of that notion and make up lies about them having this Marxist point of view or being, uh, trying to ruin the black family dynamic. Why don't we show support for that, Rob, if we're all about that lifestyle of separation? Well, I think think
3: one thing and, and I was going to add this to what JB was saying. I think one incremental thing we need to do better is champion each other in public, right? Wholeheartedly and check a motherfucking private. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I agree with your movement, but this part, you know, I don't, I don't agree with a hundred percent of this is why, and, and really have a dialogue to come to a better understanding as a resolution, but keeping that private, I feel like in today's day and age, we support someone one minute as a people and then the next minute we're downing them publicly and it's like no come as a united front and if you got something you don't really vibe with or agree with talk about that in the background but talk about it you know
1: black someone who definitely has no problem bringing it to the front of somebody's uh, face like i know black ain't don't give a damn uh black Are you down with this whole come to them in private type thing? If someone's doing wrong in front of you, are you pulling them to the side or are you letting it be known?
2: It depends on who who it is and where we at. Because let's say, like, my brother got my shirt on outside. (laughs) <laughs> I ain't gonna in front of everybody be like nigga. Why you got my motherfucking shirt? on? Like, I'm gonna let him, go later, like, nigga. Let nigga. him know he's <laughs> fresh. You gonna let him know he's fresh
3: though, right yeah. Or or, or <laughs> let go,
2: <laughs> like or let's say my brother in the wrong out in public. Like say like he getting too with a motherfucker or Rob. You know we we I'm hanging with Charlie. Y'all getting too with somebody and they wrong. I ain't gonna be like nah, bro. that other guy's right because if it, it, it come down the blow, we just gonna beat dude ass. And then I'm gonna tell you later like yo, you was bogus as hell, bro. <laughs> All right. All right, So it depends That's... on the situation. Situation. Because, I, like, I be telling y'all, I don't, like, I, don't, I don't like for black people to keep telling their plans to everybody. That way that, you know, white people or whoever is trying to stop it, they got to up, they got to step ahead. Like, we already know what you plan on doing. Let's just stop that.
0: Yeah. And, and I just think back to, you know, here's a, an example, like, Cap and Jay-Z, when Jay-Z, you know, crossed the line, like. You know, for him to say we done nil and like you don't need to say that, bro. Like just yeah. make it seem as though we all moving together, we on the same front and yeah. in, in public, you know. Yeah. And that was always my problem with what Jay-Z did. I don't care, like, I don't care what you're doing, but don't be divisive. Yeah. And, and that's what you did. Yeah. You know, now you got you got people on social media going back and forth about you versus Kat, you know, yeah. and, and that ain't what good that did us.
2: Yeah. But that's for me. That like, well, shit, what well, good. Like, I like uh, for for the most part, bring we all we do is bring attention to everything, and then that's it. Because we ain't like we doing nothing
1: afterwards. I right? don't and think the that's a part, fair. Not, I don't. I don't think that's a fair jab because if like bringing, what like, it's, like what are we doing after we bring attention? Like, I everybody mean, say okay, now you give know me about an example. It. What do you mean, like
2: now we seen this video of motherfucking Floyd George Floyd getting, getting killed? We we protest. We do a little. We do a little summer and then these people don't really. Really I mean, but time, OK, so. but
1: name a time where an officer within the first four days of murdering somebody was ever arrested, a black man. That's never happened in this country, at least for the last 53 years. The last time it happened was in Dallas. Uh, it was a woman at that, a white woman who shot a black man like these four officers are being held. Uh I think least, the other three got out, right? No, one of the three, one of the four got out. But he's oh. literally was the oh, he was the rookie on the team. He was two days like his second day in. He was just following orders from his superior. So at that point, like he was given reason without, but he still had to pay his bond of like $183 million, $183,000. So like it's not the consequence of it, but he's not the culprit. He's not the one we want. We know who we want. And the judge is even taking as far as to hold the divorce of the officer in charge, uh, the officer in the primary case, so that his wife can't take his pension and run and keep their money so everyone's on tune with this everyone's in tune to it and i feel like if we don't bring attention to it we don't get stories like ahmaud arbery who went three months without no justice after being murdered until someone uh leaked that video out so i feel like we have to bring it someone has to bring it to the forefront no i don't say story.
2: don't bring it attention i'm saying like what's after
1: Okay, now now that what's part- gonna
2: prevent it? Like what? Like what are we doing? That's what I'm saying. That's why I like like that's why I didn't have too much of a problem
1: mm-hmm. with the
2: we done kneeling part because I feel like what the fuck is next? Because we keep bringing attention to it. Like I was getting, you know, they losing their job, whatever. And they get other job, private jobs, but way better paying and all that shit. But I'm I'm just saying, like, what are we gonna do to prevent the shit? Like, what's the plan, or, or what are we gonna do? You know, as a, as an armed community afterwards to make sure nothing like that can happen. In How do we book, police our own
0: community? And the book kind of touched on that—that um, that the Negro will move in hindsight versus yeah. making plans for, for doing things
1: um, for the really, future. Yeah, that's the whole situation where, yeah, uh, if you got a street and people are speeding down the street, nobody thinks to put uh, a speed bump there until a kid gets hit. A kid get hit. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're a reactive. We're a reactive group of people. But I think with Especially speaking of what you're saying, J B. Let's then go to chapter eleven because chapter unless somebody has anything for chapter ten.
0: Yeah, it said one other thing. It said we won't raise money to help ourselves, but we'll spend money to lynch ourselves. Um that mean, wow,
1: wait, hold on now. Hold on, wait one second. What the fuck does that
0: mean? <laughs> uh and it was talking about um systemized exploitation. Um like basically like we'll go spend We'll go.
3: We'll,
0: we'll go fund. We'll go fund somebody else. Like, you know, you take one of these black athletes. Like, they'll go play for Duke, but they won't go and uh, play, for play for play for a HBCU. Um, it was a short
2: I was talking about
0: that. what? was that? Last it was. Show. Yeah, recently, but he ain't committed yet. Um, you know, it sounded good at the time, but you know, are you gonna do it anyway?
3: Anybody, so go ahead. Go to Howard. Go
0: crazy. <laughs> you, you should. Like, I, what's the? What's why not? You know, um, and it, it just again, we don't we don't shop black because it lack professionalism or whatever. And we don't give ourselves that patience and we won't go to a black bank because we assume that they not uh they're not knowledgeable, can't operate in that space. How do you think they got a bank? You know, <laughs> um, it's it just those. I was talking
2: about looting. Um...
3: You know,
2: ass, what's, the what's the name? What's the name of that bank? The Black Bank on Cottage. We only got one Black Bank in the city, really. What's the name of that bank?
0: See, that's the problem. We don't even know.
2: I, I know it. Like I know it because no, I'm like, like somebody, somebody was, um somebody was like they were talking about Lou down to that last couple because you know people look people are getting shot by police on a regular basis. They just shot two teenage kids in Florida.
3: Yeah, I
2: didn't in, inside that. of a car, talking about a probable fucking no, stolen car. It I was the driver's the,
1: girlfriend's car. I have this story. The, the car that they said was stolen was happy. probably. No, 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 no. They said I, probably, t-
2: probably no. that was five days after they shot the kid. They, they, the sheriff's department released
1: that it was a probable stolen car. They were investigating, but no,
3: but no. no. But it was car the driver's was, girlfriend car.
1: No, not only that, the car that the, the, that they were saying was probably stolen happened forty miles in another county. Yeah. Sixty minutes ago. Even if they were driving 200 miles per hour, they could not have made it to this location in time. Well, also I mean, you can make it 60, 60
2: minutes, 40, 40 minute drive. You can make a I mean but, but, drive, but How fast miles. would you
1: have to be driving? They would have been pulled over a Less long than time ago.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and on top of that, the thing that bugged me the fuck out about that. The thing that bugged me the fuck out about that is they followed them for four minutes. I mean, for a minute and it was thirty two, seconds. It was between yeah, minutes. Yeah, a minute minutes, and so thirty seconds. Was on ring camera um, his and house, no police minutes. lights. No police lights. No police no lights.
2: The no lady no hopped nothing. out with a gun with the and gun. Ran behind her car, and then the other dude I, the running, front. They But the probably. It didn't look like the kids were trying to get away or hurt them. It looked like they were trying to move out the fucking way because they were just blocking the road. They yeah, they, they thought the police were trying to get by. Like,
1: but yeah, we will never what know what the like. kids think. We will never know because well, they
2: the dude fired. The girl yeah. didn't fire. Only the one dude fired, and he like basically walked up on the car. The car got yeah. like drove back out of the driveway. That they were in. You want to know why? Because the lady
1: the lady officer followed the rules. The the white male officer had a Vandella yeah. out to kill. He he drew his weapon. He wanted to kill someone, and not only just kill the driver, you killed an innocent bystander, the passenger. The, back seat.
2: the passenger. Well, they all was innocent. shit. what the driver do? Ain't nobody. They didn't like. They tried to attack him. You're not even yeah. supposed to shoot at a moving. Car. If you, even when You're the not, car's running away, you give them the space so you yeah. can maneuver. You don't scare them too much, it cause it's in the fear of hitting somebody else. Yeah. The little boy, mama was right
1: there screaming. Yeah, you can hear it in the background. It's this crazy, and and it's just this whole justifiable re- justifiable reason because that video went up and there's this dude named officer tatum who can't wait to talk about how black kids or black people deserve to be treated by the police as a black man and as an officer and that's why i always say is the black officers that i that i that if i come into contact with them i know they don't give a fuck because they've already proven to their I, I colleagues come to contact what they ask afterwards yeah i don't i don't trust the cop period
2: but
3: uh, black always trying to fight somebody, piece <laughs> his ass
2: up, see what that train helped
1: him out with. <laughs> uh, let's Maddie go to back. chapter 11 then. Uh, JB, were you done with that point?
0: Uh, uh, it was one other thing because you know, I know everybody always killing Kanye. Um, and we're we gonna, uh, nah, and we gonna love, keep love, killing his Kanye. punk ass.
2: I love Kanye, but I got Kanye but, back, I support Kanye, yeah,
0: I support him too. And Y'all one thing him. he he talked about is. We need to be able to produce for ourselves. You know, he always say, "You know, we've moved." This to This is the a city. person.
1: He's a hypocrite. This is a person that took one point seven million dollars from the Republican Party. So this is what
0: this is what I say about that hero. The person that you you despise the most, you can always learn something from, and that doesn't mean that some of the things that he don't say don't got some fact to some other things that he say. And one thing he say is that we don't need to be living in the cities right now we should be moving back to to uh, to more uh rural areas so that we can produce what we eating and we need to be making if, what we wear and building if, if what the city we Kanye live built, my job, we, yeah and building where we live because we not valuable to society really like they could fire all of us and then what and that's what he be saying is that you know the cities are built you don't need to be in the city uh, he it's this, not he's not really like, a way for black I believe people. he'll have a real
2: school too because
1: I don't think he's going to doctor Uma his thing. He got everything he got going on. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what, JB, and I'll speak to full respect, and, I'll, and I'm not going to be a cynic here. The idea sounds great. The execution from, and the executioner in this situation is not something that I can really back because his idea about okay, let's move. leave the city and go to the rural parts of the country. You're talking about million-dollar ventures right here. Most people who live in a city are living there because that is the most profitable place for them to live. There's a reason why farmland, no one wants to be a farmer. I don't know if y'all remember like three years ago, the Super Bowl commercial about, uh, thank God I'm a farmer. If you've never seen that commercial, go watch that commercial, and it shows the gruesome, the gruesome nature of being a farmer. Living in the rural area is not something that, a lot of people are equipped to do. Oh so, yeah, like, they'll not, have
2: not, that's what, a knowledge, But as far as him,
1: like I just see, I didn't see
2: that portion of him saying, "Move to the city, to the country." Though, but I like how he was saying how he wants to teach the kids how to fucking to farm and everything. If he's willing to fund it, go ahead. Well, he's finding a lot of shit in the little, the little place he, he, he lived. Acres. He's doing yeah, his well, thing out really, there. Like he, he's building. He, yeah,
0: in Wyoming, he bought a hundred acres.
2: I would love to move up there near Vermont. And, um, like the, the the price of living in Vermont, like the dude who crib I was at um, a couple of years ago while I was in the school. Well, shit, it was over seven years. He paid eighty thousand for a cabin and eighty acres. So basically, it was less than a thousand per yeah, acre.
0: He said uh, a hundred thousand for Middle America. He said it's a hundred thousand to buy a hundred acres in Middle America. I don't know if that's true or not.
2: Bro, 80,000 for 88,000. 80, 88, it was a house. Yeah. It was a house. Right. It was a house, like, fucking, you know, outside of his little 80 for 40,000. And that bitch came with 40 acres while I was out there looking at that shit seven years ago. And I'm like, God damn, I would love to move to Vermont because of, like, he, because he built the cabins that he lived in, he built them cabins out of the trees around his house. So he got, mm-hmm. and, he, and he, it's, a, it's a bed and breakfast. He got, a, um a Air, you know, Airbnb joints. He was doing that shit seven years ago. White, white man, he paid for his school. What, like, the school I was going to the military Paper he paid for that shit out of his pocket. Because he was like, fuck, I just want to learn how to use heavy equipment so I can learn how to build more houses on my own. It, it, was, a, it was a half a, it was damn near a half a mile driveway to get to his house. Like a quarter mile to a half a mile. We had some a ball out there. He had, like, six snowmobiles, a bunch of ATV, We were just out there having a ball.
1: Yeah, but deer, I also,
2: deer and bison every day.
1: Yeah, but uh, and 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 to that point, you have to be a specific type of person to live there. You can't take the average family right now. I feel like for that transition to take place, you need generational like education on that factors. It's like, it's doable. It sounds it sounds incredible, but it's going to be something that's going to run the course of probably two to three generations. Do we have two to three generations to to put forth in this effort? Like I said now, okay,
2: look, what, from, from for as far as black, like black people, a lot of motherfuckers that move, they say they started up, we ain't started yet. So it's going to be easy to go somewhere and just start up because a lot of people ain't started yet. Ain't so started. I don't think it's going to take no 10 generations to, to start to learn something because they ain't learned shit yet. We're in the city <laughs> just working these regular basic ass jobs. His wife was a teacher. You can go up there and, and work at McDonald's. It a lot, you know, it, you can make your money before you go. And then have an investment, then get a job up there
4: and then work on it. But it ain't like it ain't that complicated to make forty to eighty thousand dollars. Because you know you make it twenty-something. It's, uh, it's interesting now how much this ties to what um what the miseducation education talks about, like getting us back to blue collar, you know what I'm saying? Blue collar energy. Because like even with the pandemic, you know how much stuff that mocks had to do by themselves when if you ain't grocery shop the right way, you have to figure out You know what, non perishable foods you can have in the crib for the next couple months. You know what I'm saying? I hate cooking. I had to dig in that rice, that big ass bucket of Ghana rice that I never was using before. And then I had to make, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that self sufficient eating off the land stuff is dope. But yeah, it does come from a privileged place because, you know, we can do it, but, you know, it ain't like anybody can just pick up and move to Vermont. And then you got to think about the lifestyle. Like, I couldn't even live in the Twin Cities. And that's actually a city. Like, it was just too slow. So you know, it's it, it's a whole shift in our thinking and stuff like that. But it's a good it's a good point if you can get a second property out there.
1: Rob, you've been silent on this it. point. What is your perspective on mm-hmm. this? Like, uh, you and the you and the wife, you pack up and go, take you and your youngling, be out there, be a farmer. I can see you with the little straw thing out your mouth and you know <laughs> the, the hat. Tell me about it.
3: No, Rob Henry, <clears throat> Rob Henry, uh, what's up? I, I think what what I had to happen in that instance is um, I would have to have children here, and then they would have to be educated on how to, as well as I would have to be educated before I just go ahead and jump and move to Vermont. Come on, YouTube, right? I'm
2: not, right. I, I'm not nah. YouTube YouTube
1: YouTube. Mm. Hey, YouTube helped me change out my alternator in my car yesterday. I couldn't believe it. That shit, my shit started. It
4: had to. It had in, to in general, though, do you I'd be feeling like? like a lot of these concepts and ideas would be like, they'd be sounding good, but they don't be practical. They're like, not. It's not a
1: lot. I'm not going to lie. It, and it's, it's because of y'all's ideas that I'm, 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 I'm hearing them out, but I don't think that I don't find them to be practical because. What, what gospel, portion of it? Okay. So just the, the logistics of it, you're talking about a place where there's no, not going to be broadband internet, cell phone reception. Like these are things that, 70% of Americans can't last 30 minutes without their phones. But that, that'll teach you though. It, I mean, yeah, but you focus but you, more. you have to be, not bad. having internet can, can
2: be a, a very good thing after a while. Like if, uh, originally you're going to be like, oh shit.
1: I'm, 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 like, as a person who, okay. And I'm going to have an honesty moment. I literally couldn't identify a piece of anatomy inside of the, inside of my patient the other day. And I had to ask, pull that shit up on the internet. So I could see it. But you got the, a book, though. It's, you got an anatomy book, too, though.
2: It took me 10
1: minutes longer. If the book would have took me 10 minutes longer, and I didn't have yeah. 10 minutes to wait. Yeah. So there's a there's a benefit from technology and being able to have certain accessories to our lives, things that make our but lives I, how easier. But
2: how would you retain that information after a while, though? Because you'll just lose it knowing that you can go to the internet. But you know you got that book. You have to go to that book. You're going to retain it. Like they were saying that... um
1: the education I feel like given you're using
2: to them,
1: like what I feel like you're using that whole teacher's you got a calculator and you ain't gonna have a calculator in your pocket theory. Like the yeah. fact is we were that phone die. No, no, but what I'm saying is no. it was yeah. in the book. that was saying
2: how the education you receive is not gonna be as long lasting as the education you give yourself. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure that was in what, eleven or twelve? Eleven. Okay, yeah. So. It was saying that like the stuff that you that you are taught don't last is not as, as impactful. As the things you learn on your own, so
0: yeah, so so I guess what's the where's the problem to say like yeah that stuff will come too though like what you know like we gonna just all yeah, move we're yeah. not gonna have, we like we not gonna we not gonna be able to get uh, reception
2: and all of these other things just because we moved out
1: like, but I'm, and,
2: and I, like who's to say they don't have reception we, I know when I go to like like I, every I can, every place ain't as bad. But, but, uh, I, I just,
0: I just like the concept of, you know, personally, like we don't, we don't produce nothing, we don't make nothing, and we don't build nothing, and yeah. don't, that, that concept in itself, we have no value to society. Like the was saying, when Corona hit, like the people that were suffering the most was us. Because I'm, as far as as far, okay. as far as what though, because like you know how
1: to make it all. you suffer. gotta be careful
3: with
0: that. I disagree. History. I disagree. We used we to have, we yeah. used to the hustle, right? But yeah, we ain't, we ain't we got nothing not that we don't turn back to. Like okay. let's say okay. let's say all these jobs. Before that, we ain't had nothing
1: to none. Okay, so let's take this. Let's take it. Let's take it piece. Let's take it real quick. Okay. All right. So the first thing we want to think about. Let's talk about the aspect of. Us removing ourselves from this situation and just having our own. What is are we? Are you basically saying if we could build a Chicago with nothing but black people, would we be better off? If I don't want to
0: build another Chicago. I want to do. I, I, I want to build, I build I a commu- be better, uh, better
1: community off. environment. Uh, no, like I'm that. saying our own, your own version of Chicago. But I'm just saying you have. You are saying better off. Okay,
0: so then tell I'm, me. I'm just saying we don't have nothing. You know, so
2: I feel break, like if, if we work together all. at all,
4: it'll be better off than not right. working together. And, you know, we don't work
2: yeah. together really, so right. if
4: we work Yo, together at all. To to we'll be better off. Okay, I, I I say this to JB point though, even though we used to hustling with nothing, the pandemic exacerbated all these other problems we already have. Exactly, like, we end up we already be having, you know, what I'm saying low wage jobs that tend to be essential work. So if you work in a restaurant. Or uh, or if you work in the healthcare field, you black. Food, like you right know, there. we all know fast food. we all know, we all know LPNs, RNs, CNA's, all of these people still had to go to work when the pandemic first kicked off, yet they kids but couldn't the- go back to school. Yeah, and so now yeah. you're financially strained because you ain't got no money to, you know what I'm saying, set up daycare for your shorty, yeah. who normally you'd be at school with, but you still gotta go to work, even though it's a pandemic. So like we okay, found ourselves.
0: And that's what my perspective of saying that we got it the worst. So my my wife, she work at a a lower income school, but we live on the side of town that's on a, I guess, a higher income. I work at State Farm. I haven't been in my job since March. I ain't not, I ain't even thought about not working, but she has parents and students that struggle to be online for class because they mom got to work. They calling on the phone and all of this other stuff. As far as some of the, the parents that I work with, like they're at home working. They put their kids online and they're at home working right next to them. Mom, I need help. All right, can y'all hold on? I'm going to go work. And I don't know too many people that look like me that's working with me.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: and, and that's the perspective that I'm, that I'm taking with that. And
1: it's a, it's a strange duality. It is a yeah. strange duality because even if we did, create this uprising and like created this place living we still have to answer questions about like how do we get people how do we get our people if anything into a safety situation like let's not sit here and deny even if we built this place we would still need some reliance on the government and if a government is not substantially assisting the people you run into this situation uh, just north of the border, uh, Justin Trudeau in all his blackface glory. He's giving his people one thousand four hundred dollars a month. In addition to whatever benefits you already get. So it's not to say that the government has ex- exacerbated our situation. Let's not pull this thing, uh, pull it from. self. we can't yeah. rely on our celebrities or our fortunate people in our in our in our country. To get us out of here, uh, get us out of our situation. So, and, chapter 11 like, said so why we can't we could,
4: like,
1: yeah. we could, And, and, and I'm gonna argue can't. that. I'm like, gonna right right
4: to argue that.
2: Yeah, but my thing is, why can't we work together? Like, that's the, that's and that's the main problem, back just to just to keep the top. over. And that's going but back to the. You have a point. community working together. Like, when I was living in the projects, if, if it would have happened in the projects and people still had to go to work, it would have been a place for the kids because it's somebody there, motherfucker, that ain't working and we would have to go to somebody else. Or somebody on, That's that floor, true. on that floor would have been watching us and feeding us. We also had chokes during the summertime. <laughs> that <was done> through, <laughs> yeah, that was done through a lot of the people in the community too. So it wasn't like we just hey. was out of luck. Like when it comes down to black people, hey. like we just stopped working hey, as, as much as we used to.
4: Hey, Pooh bad. I go right back to what Hero was saying in the beginning. Um, My bad. Let me respect black. You know. So you're respecting my name. Let me let me not bring the black name to the to the podcast. No, know, that's but, all uh, good.
2: Like,
4: but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but nah, Like um, like what was saying, like um, we were saying earlier, black people don't have the same sense of community because, like, as we were talking about how the government does support us, Asian immigrants, we don't even know how much, who they vote for, how often they vote, or nothing. You know what I'm saying? If
2: you, <laughs> vote, if you if you they, it's a couple um dudes that you like. They uh, for the most part. Some of them, like they, they've like split like us. Well, I think for the most part they're Democrats,
1: depending on which set of Asians. It's the older, right. Okay, the, so the so the, they younger, don't the younger, generation is more Democratic. The they Democratic older as generation fuck. is more Republican. Okay. And, so, and remember, so I showed you that video. So, um, about go ahead. No, no,
4: just just real quick. All right, so my broader point is they're not even a strong voting block. You know what I'm saying? They desperate like yeah. us. We go ninety percent for one party. They're not even a strong voting block. You know what I'm saying? They divert whatever, but because they have a connection to a certain country they got like a, a shared community you know what i'm saying like so when they when they got what you're talking about like you go to chinatown you know what i'm saying i'm sure they got systems the families all know each other you know they understand this person okay this household is gonna watch these kids etc cetera, etc cetera. and i think that's one of the things that black folks are robbed of because we and they got their own stores to-
2: and everything like that and for the African <laughs> community y'all stores our own commercial Y'all grocery stores and everything. I know for the most part, them the way I see the most African stores at. Correct me if I'm wrong. Are they other places?
1: No, a lot of. So whenever I go to get like uh, my gay, gay bread, my gadi, and all that stuff, that's homegrown by a lady who then yeah, you know, puts I'm it out like, of her. Black he it. And all that you breaking you up?
4: You, you breaking up?
2: Bad. You got to go back to wherever you was, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I,
1: was, I was done talking. I'm that's eating. what go the ahead, government go said. That's what the government right. said. Quit <laughs> talking
2: yeah. talk back to my boy. Uh,
1: no, I'm, now, I'm said,
2: what I was uh, What I was saying is just like the African stores that I know of are on commercial. And they owned by Africans and all the Africans shop there.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and I feel like that's a sense of community. But I think we all can agree on at least this one thing. If we had the capital, because remember, when Asian Americans came here, they were given reparations. When the Irish came here and were treated as slaves, they were given reparations. The even, Jews uh, got reparations. Uh, even after 9-11, there were funds that were sent out to people of Arab and Sheik descent to help them. So if and if if you want to be real, if, if if let's be let's put our bi- let's put our biases up front. If I say I want some Chinese food, you're not going to buy that from a, a, a Black person or a white person. You're going to go to the Mama Asian place. If you're going to a gas station and you hear a voice that sounds rap on the intercom, you're not going to second guess that. There are certain aspects of our society we that we just expect to see certain people doing. And for Black people, I don't think we have that identity yet. And once we find that identity, other than culture or being good on a basketball court or a football field, then we can start ascertaining some type of wealth in this country. We need to have an identity. As as jobless or as mindless as those things are, we pay respect to them because we know we are going to use them in our everyday works. When and how do we make Black people in an everyday work type thing is how we're going to do it, I believe. So I think financial is, uh, uh, unless somebody wants to throw it out there against it, but I think financially, once we're on, on headway will be better off. If that's what is. We can spend a
2: million dollars on um clothes and hair, but we can't work together. And but if we get a church, we can have a set-aside community fucking pot like a treasury, like fucking gang members used to do. It's not it's not hard to make a way for yourself. That's like so that's not that's- complicated. Putting a couple mm-hmm. dollars into something every once in a while, and then eventually it grows, or you can have a CD that can be controlled, you know, by somebody, but you just got to have some trust in the community. Like we just have to have somebody in the community like, okay, we're going to get this money to so-and-so and and we're going to have access to it. We're going to talk about it. The the problem is we don't work together. That's the main thing. We can work together outside of protesting and looting and actually do
1: something. it will be busting. Well, chapter 11 talks a little bit about that because we talk about the snitches, man. We talk about the people within the group that hold us down and Back in high school, not since it was a huge thing, but we do allow, and this is, Black people have such big hearts. Black people aren't afraid to cut off their own. Other races will, but Black people will let everybody into the circle as long as you're Black. That's your way in. When not everyone who's Black needs to be in the circle, you can be part of the beneficiary but you don't need to be part of this building block because you're not a strong foundation. There's uh, Malcolm X was taken out was taken out from someone on the inside. There's so, there should have been as for as many people as Martin Luther King had around him on that balcony. Someone should have had the wherewithal to say, "Hey, look, you're a hit. You're you're a marked target. We need to protect you. You can't that, be out there like this." That. But some people would much rather be seen with the, in the in the photograph of his last death than be seen then not seen not be seen at all and watching him progress i think that's something that we don't take true ownership of we don't take the time to protect the people who are at the top and we also don't we don't have a a vetting system to decide hey look man we get it you want to be down with the cause but you got about $50,000 in debt that makes you a mark for someone to get to us,
2: you got to, you, to you you, you gotta know that Malcolm X and um, Martin knew knew that they were about to be killed, or but they it, knew that their death was know on, it on the and ride.
1: nobody else have anything to do with it. That says well, they
2: tell, to the, Like people were telling, like you know, Dick Gregory, and, and you know, and the people yeah. that are um, a part of it was like, all right, we need security, but they knew what was going to happen. They just know exactly when, but they, that wasn't their fear, and, and, and they knew it would help everybody. Like, if as far as them, like a lot can happen when you when 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 a motherfucker died in power because a lot of people would do stuff. Just like a, like the little that happened when George Floyd and them died and, and the people go out and do stuff. Uh, even more can
1: happen if it's more a more important important person. Uh, oh wait, Tomati said uh, in the chat, uh, and uh, and the sense of community is what Black people were really robbed of. Black Americans yeah. were really robbed of. Um, That is a good point uh, I, Okay I mean, uh, like we've created this community Right, where we all can come and talk And speak freely Uh, But this group also Is a prime example, because Black, you had 36 people invited into that group I checked before we went on, there's yeah. 36 people In that private group, but consistently We've only been a group of five to four
2: Yeah even if it was in two, so we can't, the, can't Act like it was a lot
1: <laughs> hey, but bro. <laughs> Why <are> you mad?
2: <laughs> <laughs> now nah, the man he works. Certain people got excuses. Like no, the hood niggas ain't got but no that's excuses. What my I'm brother saying. just got out of jail. So
1: he even was, you know, if he was we're in jail using for let's just use ourselves on Facebook as an example. This is absolutely oh, so my brother just got out of jail. He ain't got Hey no, nah, he was there yeah, now
2: nah, he got no nah, he no nah, I'm saying he was gone for a month. Now <laughs> now he now he back. So after this, I'm he's gonna have to jump on this book.
4: So he like you've been reading books
1: for the whole month, man. Stop. You can't join the book club. No, nah, and that's to my uh, point. That's oh, to my yeah. point. We don't even like even if you didn't read all the chapters, you could just come here to talk though. To put your ideas into the Ethernet. But people. everything
2: is, like as far as this book, we not the only like. We really ain't discussing exactly what they're saying in the book because, because there's so we, much outside living it. That yeah, that goes with it. So yeah. it ain't like fucking. Yeah. We like okay,
1: and when he said this and that, nah, we we really talking about it. So for me personally, I see the example given to us in real time. Like, look, man, if this is free. All we asking for is an hour of your day to have intellectual banter amongst your brothers. And people can't give us that. So we out here expecting them to move to the Buckwheat to nowhere, put down a few coins, and sacrifice time, energy. And Chapter 11 stresses that. What the black community needs is time and energy. And remember, can- remember um,
2: we were talking about how, how a lot would change if certain people left the area that they are in. Hmm. As far as when we were talking about one of my homies that got shot up. And it would have been different for him if he had moved to the suburb versus me. A lot of people just need to move away. A lot of people need to move away. Like, especially these these young bucks, you know, out here fighting these, these these wars over nothing. If they were out outside of that environment and they have to worry not about that, like, um, it was one of those um prison shows on on Netflix. What Shorty was saying, all I needed to do is leave the city because if I were outside of that, I'd be good. It wasn't even on Netflix; it was on Facebook. Um, it was those um that that fucking um. It was doing a documentary of one of them what the hell is a bad boy school called? Oh. Uh, alternative schools? One, one of those Charter. schools. Alternative okay. schools, yeah. One of them alternative schools. Cool. And they was doing a documentary on it some of the kids that were in trouble. Like, Shorty was in some shit that really ain't... It wasn't really on him, but because it, you know, it looked like it, he, he had to worry about his life and getting involved in dumb shit to defend himself. He yeah, was know. like, yeah, if I can leave the town, you know, move my people outside, I'll be Okay. You take them over out guy to a, a piss poor environment and then they have to re- react to the environment that they live in. The,
1: the Lions program that I took uh, those six kids from uh, Chicago and brought them down to Arkansas. I didn't know at the time that if they made it through summer school, their 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 juvenile record would be sealed. I didn't know that. So when I took uh, there's one kid that just he's the shortest one in the group, but always wanted to fight. And I'm three hundred 300 pounds. And I remember the first time I went to go wake him up for like early morning run because I was like, well, if y'all going to live with me, y'all going to work out with me. And they're like, but we're not going to the NFL. I was like, yeah, but why don't, why can't you? And I wake him up and he'd be furious. He'd be fighting me until the first fat. time I like grabbed him by the chest and put him up against the ceiling. And he was like, oh, there's a different world of power out there. I was like, oh, yeah. And after that, I mean, the dude used to beat Didn't me in the race. Like, like that. Tyrese?
3: like he <laughs> he <laughs> <malving> them <laughs> yeah like it didn't occur to me that like uh, no one off, had but. ever just
1: challenged my mans so like you're, there is something true in that if you remove the beast out of the jungle he will conform he will conform
2: so like you take yeah, them animals out of the, out the, out the jungle with their ass at the zoo they lose they all all the energy that's what we in now the fucking zoo we lost all our motherfucking our drive to grow and progress in life because we in this, this piss poor ass environment. Like they were saying, like all we no, all we want to do now is is copy the you know what everybody else doing. Anybody want to do nothing new? What the book said in chapter what, twelve, right?
1: Chapter yep. twelve talks about how we how we how we kind of uh, and speaking to like uh, the fame of uh, similar to what the Maddie said about not wanting to be too much in your own gloat. We don't want to talk and preach about our own stuff. I always say this in in an undermining way. However you choose to get your money, to get your bread, it's your story, your way. But there's something to be said about someone who starts a clothing line and then your homeboy sees your success and then starts another clothing line of the same brand. I'm not saying you shouldn't have done that, my guy. What I am saying is, if he made a shirt clothing line, you should have made up matching pants, clothing line. You both making shirts now creates a split in the community. And whether you know it or not, by you taking one shirt over the other, you're creating a dissonance. You're saying, oh, this shirt was better, even though you just might not have had enough money to buy both of them. Yeah, but I mean, buy next
3: time. I think JB <clears throat> JB, and I had a conversation this week that touches on that, where we were talking about this idea of, um, what were you talking about, JB? Um, career day, career right? And, and and JB threw out this idea like it'd be great, you know, to start a, a, a nonprofit organization focused on that. And then we both came to the realization like there's probably organizations out there already, we just gotta find them and just bring them together. Yeah,
0: and to that, and to that point, I'm with the 100 Black Men, so I'm working on that right now. So I can
1: be plugged in. Yeah, there was a there's a, there's a, there's a there, go ahead.
4: Oh, no, I'll, I'll be forgetting that we're publicly recording, so I was just about to have a regular side convo. Kind of. I was about to ask if you knew Jeff Beckham. My boy Jeff Beckham is a hundred black man.
0: I just jumped in. Okay,
4: well, if you see Jeff, you good people. Tell him, tell, tell him you, you're my man. You're real good people. Tell Jeff Beckham.
0: Jeff
1: Beckham.
4: Yes. Yeah. Good right. people.
1: And, and resources. So speaking to that, like resources. <laughs> how important is it for us to make use of our resources we know that there are people out there we have heroes out there we are out there we got to be able to do something about that uh and this is at the part of the chapter where i stopped reading so chapter 12 is all <laughs> <laughs> chapter 12 is all on y'all no uh what other parts of chapter 12 stuck out to you guys
3: i think uh <clears throat> chapter t- 12 the book kind of dove into the different Dove a little bit more into um, a hireling as compared to uh, – what was the other one? The service? A service. <laughs> yeah, a service. You, Rob, I'm just going to point out how
2: San Francisco changed how you say to. You say what you mean? Into. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know what you mean. I heard it too. So what is this hireling versus – it, uh, you know, and I do recall this part. This is the last part before I dozed off that I kind of remember hearing about how uh, why can't why can't we get black people to work for other black people?
3: I think
2: remember, I was just talking about that. That's what that's what I brought up earlier. That's what I was just talking about. So um, yes,
1: but let's let's expand on that. Like, uh, if we had, if Kanye West is out in Wyoming right now, we don't we don't see troves of people running out there to go live with him and help him build this city. Why don't we want to work for each other?
4: Um, okay,
2: okay. okay. If you want to say like it's like that, like people waiting on him to get done. Ain't nobody trying to. Ain't nobody looking to go for nobody to go. Ain't nobody looking to help nobody do shit. They want to join after you're done. Yeah. Like, okay. He done. He did it. Just like ain't nobody. Ain't even not, that many white people going. To help Jeff Bezos, I mean not Jeff Bezos, but Bill Gates, build his sound. So everybody just really waiting. We the whole country lazy, bro. This is America. <laughs> everybody is <laughs> waiting for somebody else to get it done so they can join. Them. That's all it is.
0: Hey, I think. Uh, I think part of it is like, um, it's it's a it's a token syndrome too. Like, whoever's the leader, like, you feel like that person, like, it's only could be one of me, so you feel like you're getting led. Uh, you're going to lead differently, but then the person that's got to follow um, behind them, they probably saying, you know, uh, the person that's got to follow behind is probably saying that this person treat me differently or treating me, pushing me harder because I'm Black or whatever. But then the book also say, like, if a, if a white person come in then you follow them a lot easier. That's a fact. And you know what? When, when black companies
4: make mistakes, and when black companies make mistakes, right, we'd be like, like, my first. <laughs> Rob, you
1: a fool. <laughs> hey, matter <Dometi>, you, you <laughs> we didn't hear nothing you said out the black. Damati, man, your your connection's, like, somebody. jacked up. Somebody. Uh, somebody.
2: Um, he getting on the plane right now. That's why that's, that's the thing. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. We don't know. We're going to be able to hear him until, for a while, but go ahead. Try to finish it off.
1: Since you have African. see if you got that telephone, tele- <laughs> That's not. Okay. One, we're two different types of African two. That's not how it works. You got to be from the same village in order for that shit to work. Okay. <laughs> you know, we have people, the Ghanaians and Nigerians have been fighting over jollof rice since the birth of our nation. So don't. <laughs> We don't find anything pleasant. Like, we're only friends in America. But if me and him went back to Africa, the moment we get off the plane, it's, it's beef. I don't
0: know you, bro. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't know you, bro. Uh, where were we? Where were we? Uh, hopefully we can get him nah, back. No, but in. he was...
0: I think, I think what he was going with that is saying, like, uh, like, if you make a mistake as a black person and your leader is a black person, like, they come down on you so much harder. Um, seemingly, because you made a mistake, but there's a weird dynamic that happens because when you see two white people, right, and they work together, they so laid back, so cool. They talk about the drinks they had and all of this going out. But I gotta be perfect in front of my my black leadership.
1: I, and I think that's definitely a class thing. Uh, like, yeah, that's that's got to be a class thing, right? Because for me, like, let's say if I went to if I went to Rob for accounting uh, information and beef and anything like that nature, in my mind, I've developed this friendship already with Rob. So if Rob came to me with this information and I told Rob, hey, I want to cross-reference it with somebody, he shouldn't be upset about that. It's a business first. But the fact I came to you first is proof on itself because we know one thing about business. The first person you get your quota from Nine times out of 10, you're going to stick with that quota. But the thing that hurts black people, I think, in this situation would be a situation where, <laughs> let's say, for example, Rob owned a shoe store. And I walked up into that shoe store and said, hey, man, them new Jays is pretty fresh. Can I get those? And Rob was like, yeah, here, straight off the line. Here you go. And as I'm walking out, a white dude walks in and he says, hey, man, I got these shoes off for 50 percent. That's not my business transaction. I don't know what that white man has done to earn that favor. But it's gonna sit in the back of my mind that I didn't get that. So that, so when you create that level of spite, it, it seems like we as black people we want to service white people and not our own. I I, I find that to be strange because it's only in business that we actually do this. And when it comes to like social events, when it comes to like uh, athletic events, anything like that, we, the white dude's getting picked last on the basketball court. I don't care how good he is. I can't make a label to save my life with my left hand. I've never been picked last, <laughs> so I feel like there's this weird dynamic. I don't know, like, and maybe I'm just talking out my ass.
3: No, I think I think you spot on, um, and I think it. A lot of the conversations just come together. I feel like we as a people just got to be. We just got to work more, work together more, and be and be a little bit more restrained and casting judgment or writing people off, especially when they are people. No. Right? Give, like, us,
1: a, give us a chance.
3: And and, and the, my example would be like for the past few weeks, I've been like highlighting different businesses, right? Um, the first week I did it, I think it was the first week, I highlighted a business and shortly after that I hit them up like, yo, let me get three more shirts, right? The shirts still haven't arrived. But it's fine. I get it. He was, he started his business, right? And I'd have to exercise patience with
2: it. And, and that's like, you know what? You fight fight no more.
1: Corona. Because mm-hmm. he might have it. I, I it. I, I, I haven't told you guys this, but every time someone, you guys do put those links in there, I reach out to them and be like, hey, do you have like a promo or something I can give like to the viewership so like you can know, hey, they came from us. Like, you know, hey, these people came from us and I'll get emails from them. I put these videos out about two, three weeks out in advance. So like this video won't come out for another two weeks. So they got ample time to get it out. But that's part of the plan. But when it gets to the point where, oh, I don't have that. Or I go to your website and your website link doesn't work. Or I email your email link and it sends me to a, this email link doesn't exist. It's like those things I can't, it's not me being spiteful. I'm literally trying and I can't reach you. So you have to at least have the bare minimum access point. And if you don't have that as a black business, then my patience doesn't even have a chance to sit with you. Go ahead, JB.
0: So <clears throat> this is kind of one of those things where I say we so far behind as understanding businesses, right? Like I feel like this is where a lot of the a lot of the big white giants were in like the 70s and the 60s, right? Like I feel like it was so many of them starting businesses, and only so many of y'all gonna make it right? And and that's where I feel like we just starting. And I think a lot of us take that personally, like, oh, they're not supporting my business. No, your business is just, you're not doing what you have to be doing as far as to be successful as a business. Like, there's so many things that go into being a successful business and being an entrepreneur. Like, I watch Shark Tank and I watch uh, The Profit and they coming in and they saying, you don't know how much one unit costs? Like, and And if you don't know those things, you don't really deserve to be like it's going to be hard to be successful. And that's why we have so many people that have a business just enough to pay the bills like it's not growing. You don't know why it's not growing because you don't know none of the things that you need to know as far as a business owner. And even for like people that make music or people that that are selling those shirts like you feel like um, as a consumer, I should be seeking out your product. Bro, you're not Nike, you're not Coke. Like I know Nike, I know Coke. You need to be in front of me every single day. If I'm your fan as a new music artist, I need to know when your music is
1: dropping. It's not up for me to research you. Like, I'm sorry, you're not there yet. This is gonna be the clip. Like, you know, every week I put a clip in, this is gonna be the clip. Because hey, maybe huh? you knock that you knock that shit out. Because me as a person, a creator of like the identity booth and my podcast. I talk about news, politics, social events, and they all revolve around Black people. But you know, the I, the demographics of my content is watched 65% by white people. That's, and, and when I started thinking about that, like, how am I going to make content f- for Black people that only white people watch? It then sank into me. It was like, fuck it. If they want to know, I'm going to tell them. Because believe it or not, even though... We we they, they give us a title of inventing culture, but it's my job to put it out there. That's why I have you guys on here. I told you, hey, I'm going to use your likeness to to get this thing going. But every week someone new subscribes to the channel, and when I look at how we're linked together, it's through one of you guys, and that's fine. But also, I'm never going to pressure you guys to share my shit because it's my shit. And uh, furthermore, it's not until I can pay you to do it that I'm going to ask you to do it. My motto on this bitch is support is free because that's it. That's it for right now. But when I look at my analytics and I'm making my money off of this channel, like our, I'm looking at the podcast from uh, the first one. I made a, I made a dollar and 33 cents off of one, a hundred, a hundred minutes of viewership. That's ten people watching it because this is an hour long podcast. Ten random people watch this, and y'all made me a dollar fifty. So it's like you have that's to, four. you have to initiate your own causes. You have to get used to it. And once I get a sponsorship for it, okay. Well, hey, I have four guys here. If y'all want to sponsor us, we all got to get watches. Oh well, okay. Well, hey, hey, that's you. You want us to wear your shit? All of us got to wear your shit. And and, and when you start talking business to people like that, you then initiate people. You don't give people stuff to sell for you. You give people stuff that they can make money off of. And that's how you get support. When they have something to gain, you can do it. Don't do shit for free. Even amongst your own people, you can do them a favor, but don't do it for free. You have to be able to see down the line that you're going to profit from this. And that's just my perspective on it. But damn, JB. That was some that was that was some heartfelt shit. Cause I remember when I used to have motherfuckers I had I still got a motherfucking episode on this podcast that has one view in two years. That means my old mama didn't even watch that shit. But you still gotta make it. You still gotta
0: make it. Oh man. And I you know, and I'll be telling people I don't mean that I don't support you. I don't wanna see you be successful, but you know, I I my part of my job is like to help people write their business plans for the, for the agency at state farm. And I tell them all the time, like a branding, it's going to take you at least two years to, to create your brand. So like, what do you think? And that's what state farm behind you. So what do you think as a person that's building a business, how long do you think it's going to take you to get to where you want to go? And sometimes, you know, I think we do a really bad job of like, finding our market and just working to our market. Like we want to be so big, so fast, Mm -hmm. but like, you just need to grind. Like, this is my people. All right. I must just keep doing this till I make enough capital. Then I expand a little more. Like if you want to be a business owner, you need to figure out how to professionally be a business owner. You should be studying businesses and and studying the things that you want to do. Not just being like, Oh, well people, I know a lot of people, they should buy from me. Like that's, it doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah. You, you know a lot of broke people. You find right. out that shit exactly. real quick when you get a business. Exactly. You know a lot of broke people. <laughs> they're, like, not, they're not
0: jumping out their pockets real quick to make a change yeah. to support you. Unfortunately, like, it just is what it is, you know?
1: And I think the branding is so important because when I first started branding my podcast and everything, I used Project ETO as my moniker. And I quickly found out that, you know, that's not appealing. That's not what it was. But the the moment I brought that bear into the into the forefront of people's mind it was immediately picked up it was immediately identified because not only does the bear say my name on the front of his chest on the surgical cap it has the logo and then it's just a weird thing to see a bear wearing surgical clothes in front of a phone booth like it stands out it makes it's like it, you have so many fucking questions but it wasn't until I brought that into the forefront it was thanks to my uh my sister who was like where's your bear one episode and i was like oh shit it's over to the side and that's when i was like damn she recognized the show through the bear before she even recognized me her brother on the show so it was like one of those things that you have to you have to work to your audience and you're absolutely right but it, <laughs> you might know you're gonna find out starting a business you know a lot of broke people real quick real quick um uh, Chapter Uh
2: Did anybody have anything else For chapter 12 Cause we're, Uh No And for the most part I think chapter 13 Is gonna be a
1: double back On a bunch of Yeah bunch of everything. A double back on a Side step Uh I didn't I didn't get to it Are we stopping on 13
2: Yeah that's the last one
1: Okay Um I mean Did anybody have any thoughts On 13 then
2: Anything else? Cause I, 'cause I I just double do. back on far go back to the and everything
1: yeah I just see it,